everybody. It is 825 here where I'm at, and this is Thoughts If It Were You, Food for Thought by Neogentrix. Now, we've been covering a lot of different things and fiber, nutrients, and even how to diet, and I've been covering a lot of stuff. In the last episode, I covered all the different fats and oils that we have, the more common ones and the few that weren't so common. I covered which ones are healthy, by far which ones aren't, and how you can actually use them, or even if it's unhealthy, it can still have a healthy purpose, okay? And while certain ones may not be used in standard form, they can be used in other ways. So with that in mind, like I mentioned last time, I'm going to cover fibers. Which, so with that being said, here's a question I want you to ask yourself. What is fiber? And if you think you know what it is, chances are you probably do not. Yes, fiber is one of those things that they make you eat when they want to make you go use the bathroom and you think the bathroom stinks. But that just means that you haven't had a clean-out in a while. No worries. Okay. Fiber comes exclusively from plants, okay? There is no fiber in meat whatsoever. You can add fiber to meat. I would recommend don't do it, okay? There's none in meat. There's none in fish. There's none in animals, okay? Or any of their products, including dairy, believe it or not. It is a complex carbohydrate uh, and a type of sugar. But unlike other carbohydrates, it is broken down by the body to provide fuel in the form of glucose, fiber, and it cannot be digested by the human body, okay? Now, I'm going to cover more about this, like I said it before, but today I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to have someone else here with me. We're going to be talking about fiber together and different things about it. Um, while we're here, I'm going to go ahead and introduce him. I'm going to go ahead and introduce my buddy. His name is Jay Maestro. He's going to be starting his own podcast real soon, but he's going to be here with me talking about fiber as it is, okay? Go ahead and say hi, buddy. Hey, how's everybody doing? This is Jay Maestro here with my buddy Neogentrix Neo right here. And we're going to be, like he said, talking about all the things that fiber do for us and what they do for our bodies. So pretty much right now, what I'm going to be discussing with y'all are some of the benefits of fiber. And nutritionists will usually recommend that people do increase their intake of high-fiber foods because that does help. And the studies have shown that most Western diets contain only about half the recommended fiber. So that means pretty much in our geographical location, we are in the Western Hemisphere. That means for our ge geographical location that our diets are not that rich in fibers. But people don't seem to realize that fibers do have many benefits. And those benefits of fiber include that they do fill you up, they are bulky, fiber is bulky, and they do take up space for our stomachs to digest, making us feel full and leaving less room for other foods containing calories. That's good to hear. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll continue on with where we left off, all right? Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. And we're back, guys. And like you did say before about the nutritionists, yeah, they do a lot of research on it. And, you know, fiber is necessary for our, our well-being. Yep. But we gain no nutrients or energy from it, okay? It holds no calories as it's not digested. It just passes right through your digestive systems. So when I mentioned earlier about being in the clean-out, this stuff actually helps you do it, okay? Uh, fiber does, however, provide an important function to the Bible uh, body, not the Bible. Um... It is essential to a well-tuned digestive system and can help the body remove potential harmful waste. So it's not entirely bad, okay? Uh, the benefits of fiber is that high fiber helps to fill you up, okay? Um, 
it is like you mentioned before it is bulky and it does take up space yeah um the next thing to note is that fiber that is high in uh foods that are high in fiber uh keep you feel fuller longer and it is well known for being a sustaining uh regular bowel movements okay and it helps maintain your colon and keep it healthy all right a lot of people who eat a lot of fiber uh, tend to look a lot slimmer. So even if you don't have a high uh, active digestive system, uh, this will still help your body move the stuff to your body faster. So it does actually, in a way, help it. So if you wanted to eat food that are like heavy or fatty or whatnot or high in sugars, eating a lot of fiber along with it will have it pass through your system a lot quicker and you won't gain as much weight, okay? And with that in mind, there are different types of fibers. Um, Maestro, you want to go ahead and name what they are? Yeah, pretty much there are two types of fiber, really. They are soluble and insoluble fibers, and they are both beneficial to health. So with the soluble fiber, that is a fiber that dissolves in the stomach, creating a sticky gel-like substance, kind of like, you know, goop or something like that, kind of like a type of glue. But this glue that's in your stomach from the fibers traps certain components of food, like fats and sugars, and it makes them more difficult for the body to absorb. Okay, if that's the case, then that means that sugars, carbohydrates are absorbed more slowly and into the bloodstream, sugar levels are steady and they keep longer. So it doesn't go up and high, um, creating like high blood pressure. And foods high in fiber and complex carbohydrates tend to have a lower GI score. Uh, that means that the sugars are released slower, correct? Right, right. Okay, then when soluble fibers dissolve, it can also bind to certain fats in our stomach. And people who have high-fiber diets are less likely to suffer from high cholesterol, like I mentioned before. Yeah. You know, so then fiber can bind to and absorb low-density uh, lipoproteins, the LDLs, yeah. or as they call them, the bad cholesterols. Yeah, bad cholesterol. So, I mean, with this being said, I mean, people who want to lower their cholesterol, and they advise to eat high-in-fiber foods, reduce intake well with this. We're going to take a short break. Okay, 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 and we're back. Like we mentioned before, there are different kinds of fats, and they all have different functions. Like the soluble fats are the ones that we're talking about. They're good, they go through your body. And people who want to lower their cholesterol, therefore, are advised to eat high-fiber foods as well as reduce their intake of saturated and trans fats, as I already covered before. Foods that contain good levels of soluble fiber include oak barley, uh, most beans and peas, whole grains, as found in cereals, brown bread, um, even wheat, uh, nuts and seeds, fruits, and vegetables. You know, I mean, these things go right through you, but they're also really, really good uh, for you. You know, and these are uh, better for you, but there are other foods out there that aren't as good. I mean... Yeah, and you're right, but you're also forgetting that there's another type of fiber that we have called insoluble fiber. And with insoluble fiber, they do not dissolve in your they do not dissolve in water or in your stomach, but rather it absorbs water and increases in size as it's absorbing. And insoluble fiber will pass through your digestive system and it provides bulk and moisture of stools and it is a natural laxative, thus reducing the symptoms of constipation. But bulkier stools are also helpful in cleaning the wall of the intestine, removing waste and promoting a healthy colon. So pretty much the insoluble fibers just make sure that your body's staying regular and that your bowels are at a decent size. This is help for people who have an issue with irritable bowel syndrome, which is actually an issue that a lot of people have to deal with. Um, basically, 
I mean, as far as I know, people who have that should be cautious about eating these types of foods, especially right. soluble ones, or especially on an empty stomach, which is not um, recommended. No. Uh, it is important for a healthy diet to, to trigger that. I mean, it triggers the symptoms for it. And it is recommended that sufferers mix high insoluble foods with less other fibrous foods just to basically minimize their problems. Correct. Okay. And all these foods that contain good levels of insoluble fibers do include whole grain wheat as it includes bran, corn, and also popcorn as well, oats and oat bran, especially oat bran cereals, nuts, and then you have your uh, fruits and veggies as well that will provide those insoluble fri fibers. I hate to intrude, but when you say fruits and vegetables, you're talking about mostly the skins, right? Or is it just the fruit itself? I'd say it's more or less both. There are some fibers that you can't get from the skins, but more or less I feel like the fiber content comes from what's in the fruits. That makes sense. That makes sense. Unlike bran, uh, it's hard on the outer layers of the cereal, which includes wheat, barley, oats, and rice. I mean, but we did bring that up before. I mean... Depending on the brand you have, it could be good. I'm talking about brand, like brand cereal, brand oats. Uh, whole wheat has the insoluble fibers, but the regular one doesn't. So um, we'll take a short break here and be right back. And we're back. I'm going to go ahead back here to brand real quick. I'm... Um, as the name indicated, whole grain foods contain the whole grains, including the bran, okay? And processed foods in included in grains, they they have that harder outer casting shell removed, uh, which is, that's called the bran, okay? Such foods like white bread have less nutritional value than whole wheat and whole wheat alternatives as they hold less fiber, but, you know, to increase your fiber, um, you need to choose, like, brown, grainy, seedy breads, brown rice especially, or brown pasta, which, now that I said that, doesn't sound too appetizing, um, but they exist. Uh, it's called wheat pasta. It's also known for containing many essential fatty acids that are vital to health and can aid in your digestive system. Okay? Right. Um, so with that being said, I mean, fiber has a lot of functions, okay? And one of them is you can make porridge, uh, what they call oatmeal cereal. It's very popular and expensive, healthy. Uh, it works for breakfast. And making oat porridge is a simple experiment that basically demonstrates how fiber works in your body, okay? Right. So pretty much when you're making oatmeal or making porridge, pretty much you'll just take one part of oats and you'll take two parts of liquid, whether it be milk or water, any combination will work. It tastes better with milk in my opinion. But pretty much how you'll make the porridge is you'll just heat up the ingredients to a boiling point and then let them simmer until the desired consistency, whether you want it to be a little bit more runny, whether you want it to be a little bit more pasty. Either way, it's just your preference. But the end deal is that oats are really in the end a good source of fiber. And on that note, I mean, the easiest way is to do it in the microwave um, as it won't burn or scorch them. Um, right. Um, burning them and uh, cooking them in a saucepan, there's a risk of it sticking. Okay. Um, and like I said, it's both soluble and insoluble, so you get a little bit of both. Okay. Right. And pretty much when liquid are added to the oats, they immediately start to grow, which means they pretty much absorb the liquid that is in the pot with them. So the absorption rate 
increases as it is heated, and that in part is the action of the insoluble fiber adding bulk and moisture to the porridge. And as the porridge continues to cook the oats, they will swell up more, which means that the water is still being absorbed as the temperature increases. Increases, So the porridge can easily boil over and more than doubling in the size while cooking, so you've got to make sure that it's okay. Yeah, I mean, when cooking the porridge... It changes dramatically. I mean, you should notice two differences immediately. Uh, One of which is the oats have taken a lot of moisture, increased significant in bulk, like uh, uh, my buddy here said. Uh, This action is part of the insoluble fibers. Right. And the consistency of the porridge is gloopy and somewhat sticky, okay? The soluble fibers has dissolved to create this sticky, viscous substance, okay? Um, And with that being said... Pretty much, finished porridge is quite bland, so pretty much if you do want to enjoy the bowl of oatmeal and get the full uh, value of the nutrition, pretty much if you want to finish it all, anything like sugar, added milk, cinnamon is real good with porridge or any type of oatmeal. I prefer honey, personally myself, but you can even add golden syrup or a pinch of salt. I like molasses and a little bit of, um, what's that one called? I do believe it's... Uh, it's a type of molasses syrup. But either uh, way, it works really, really well. Is it boysenberry? I have no idea. <laughs> right. Me neither. I just thought I'd ask. Um, they sell it in the store. Ah, maple syrup. There yes. it is. That's what it was. That works real well. Um, so we'll go ahead and finish this up in the next piece. Take a short break. and We'll be right back. So the last thing that I want to go ahead and cover here is uh, a little uncomfortable to mention, but um, flatulence. Flat, uh, how do you say this word? Flatulence. Oh, great. Then you talk about it. <laughs> All right, man. I'll take over it. So pretty much with flatulence, if you don't know, that's pretty much the scientific term or terminology for fart. So pretty much <laughs> one common side effect of eating a fiber-rich diet is that you are going to be a victim of flatulence or farting. Although humans cannot digest fiber, the bacteria that is present in our intestine and colon can, at least to some extent. So the byproduct of the bacterial digestion of fiber is gas. Levels of bacteria and their ability to digest different types of fiber vary in different people and at different times. This is why some people are more likely to suffer from flatulence than others. So it really just depends on your body type and how you are and what your diet is, depending on how you fart. As explosive as that, um, uh, ex- well, ex- explanation was, we'll go ahead and move on a little bit. Um, <laughs> in summary, it is a well-known fact that fiber plays an important part in our healthy diets, okay? Like you mentioned, although we don't gain any energy or nutrients from fiber, we cannot digest it. Um, it helps keep our digestive systems healthy, and it can also help... In a lot of other areas, it has other beneficial effects, like lowering your cholesterol and risk of certain cancers as well. I mean, furthermore, for the record, uh, high-fiber foods make us feel fuller uh, for longer, and it can therefore also be helpful with weight loss. I mean, it's one of those things that a lot of people don't consider when they try to diet. You can eat whatever you want. You can eat however you want. But if you don't have a balanced diet that contains some fiber, like a lot of apples, or bananas in some cases. But see, what also plays into that is the fact that 
more people, when it comes to fiber nowadays, they don't really want a diet high in fiber because they're worried about the gluten factor of the fiber diet. They're worried about how the glutens will affect their bodies and their digestion and how that plays into how they're able to maintain their body. But the thing about that is if you're actually eating what you're supposed to and you're maintaining a gluten-free diet if you're having one of those or a low-gluten diet, if you're eating like you're supposed to, you can still have a lot of high dietary foods uh, with okay. fiber in it. Uh, on that note, if you're eating a lot of fruits and vegetables and the right kind of oils, this shouldn't even be a problem. Right. Um, as acai berry is also an antioxidant berry, it also contains fiber as well. Um, so it's one of those two foods. Correct. So with that, I want to thank you guys for listening. This is one of those special podcasts that I do very rarely when I have something else either off topic or I'm on topic and I have an extra guest with me. So with that, I would say thank you. Have a great rest of your day. And also, one new update. I am now available on Spotify. So when you get a chance to, if you love listening to Spotify, go ahead and search for it. Food for thought, uh, but not the word for. It's actually the number four. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Isn't that right, Michael? Yes, sir. That is correct. And this is Neogentrix, and this was his guest, Jay Maestro, and we are signing off, and we thank you for your time. I said Michael, didn't I? I meant Jay Maestro. Man, you got me with that whole flash comment thing. Have a great day, guys. <laughs>